We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. I am Bart Winkler. Welcome to another episode of the Bart Winkler Show. This exists. I just ran into a guy. No lie. No effing lie. At the gas station, I was buying salt in bulk, rock salt for my driveway with the impending snowstorm or whatever. And some guy who's in his truck, he goes, Bart? I was like, hey, what's up, man? I started walking to him. And he was like, eh, that was weird. So I, ta- <laughs> I, I, I talked to him. He goes, hey, I'm show on the radio. I go, I, I got a podcast. Oh, okay. I might like I might have to buy time on 1250 for because there's still people that listen to I might have to buy time, buy advertising. Speaking of 1250, I will be on 1250 AM WSSP and all of the fine CBS sports radio stations Thursday night, five to nine central Friday night, 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. Central. Your boy back on the radio. This, however, is my baby, the podcast. And we bring in today Tim Shea. Now, are you going to tell people on the national radio to follow your podcast? Can you do that? I ain't better, doing it for the money. You better do it. I'm doing it to promote. Plug that podcast. That's the voice of Paul Emig. Good to hear you. I mean, I don't know if you have time to cut this together or if you'd be allowed to, but there should really be a, that's why they call him Bart Winkler. He's back. He's back. That's why they call him Bart Winkler. He's back. Do you know that reference, Timmy? I do not. Me neither. That's why they call me Slim Shady. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that one. Oh, it wasn't wasn't one of the hits, but it's a goodie. Um. All right. So we're recording Tuesday afternoon, and uh, I don't want to step on anyone's toes. Mm-hmm, Paul, please throw the. I'm. I so, fired the frick up. I had topics planned, pre Rogers on McAfee, and I'm just gonna add this in. I haven't really like drafted the exact wording, but I think I can spitball it now that Aaron Rodgers has been on Pat McAfee. In which, by the way, he talked about the hand signals article and described it as the worst article he's read he's seen since the Wall Street Journal COVID toe piece and that it was a big nothing burger. You, let me see how I phrase this. You really, uh, you really appreciated and, and enjoyed 
Aaron Rodgers' comments about the hand signals article on the Pat McAfee show. You, you enjoyed it. You're on the well, same I'm, page. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask the question for you. Mm-hmm, you or mm-hmm, okay, you, no, you go. For you. you go ahead. I was trying to spitball it. Not liking your team star player is a justifiable reason, justifiable reason to root against your favorite team. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. let me let me. I did the Monday night show, which aired Tuesday, and I was they won a football game. I still do not want to go through the playoff seedings. There was the one that was being spread around Tuesday, even though it like forgot four teams. I, I don't know. There's too many things that have to happen. This isn't a win out scenario. I said, if you get to seven and eight, okay, if you beat Miami, which Mike uh, McDaniel and Raheem Mostert always kills us. Good luck. I, so if you beat Miami, then we can start looking around with two weeks left to go. I can't, I can't get fully invested into a playoff race when my team is five and eight. I'm sorry. Uh, maybe if I was the Buccaneers, I could, cause that division's so bad, but the division's look, look, loss. That, that's all folks. So I was trying not to like ruin everybody's fun. Cause the Packers won a game and, and you like when the Packers win a game, but I just, I, I'm not, I'm not there. What I realized during the game was I'll never root for the Packers as like I'm at my low point of rooting, rooting for the Packers. I love the Packers. Some people are saying, find a different team. That's not how it works, dude. I love the Packers. They are my life. I'll give you all the qualifications, you know, stock owner. My name is Bart, Bart star named after him. I got, you know, I'm going to eat a Brett Favre. If they make the playoffs, a starting lineup, all this, I love this team but I dislike the guy that plays quarterback so much that it does affect me rooting for him. Because if I'm rooting for the team, I'm rooting for his success. I don't want him to be here. I want them to move on to the next iteration. I want to see Jordan love. I want to at least know what that's like. So it did affect me a little bit on Monday night. Uh, One of the things I don't like about Rogers is that he goes on this McAfee show, the ultimate safe space, by the way, this guy would be a total. And this is, this is the thing I don't, I can't say I don't like Rodgers because then I get the, well, you're a middle-aged man or you're in your feelings. Why do you care about this guy? What bothers me is that people don't see through what he's clearly doing. It's an extreme gaslight situation. He's saying things like some, at one point in McAfee, he's like, Oh, well, I still have COVID toe unless Elon took it down or the FBI's out to get me. What the fuck does that even mean? You're like a parody of yourself. Although you're too stupid to realize that you're doing a parody. I dislike this guy so much. And then he's trying to throw this. And maybe, maybe because she's my new friend, Kaylin Kaler of the athletic, maybe because I just talked to the person that wrote the article, or maybe the simple fact that I fucking read the article. So let me just reset a little bit. I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm not going to play the clip from McAfee and Rogers is three minutes, but McAfee asked Rogers about the hand signals. AJ Hawk kind of makes a joke about it. Cause they're boys. McAfee, McAfee says, oh, there's anonymous sources in there, not a one in this article that we talked about. And if what article I talked to Kaylin Kaler on Monday's show um, and you can read it, the athletic and then McAfee also, he got, he got made fun of by Rogers last week for being media and McAfee like, doesn't want to be perceived. He's like, I want to be doing media things, but I'm not one of the media guys. You can still trust me. 
So now he's like going back. So now he's like reverting a little bit. Like, no, Rogers, this is still a great place to be. I know you think that I'm on ESPN and doing all this media stuff. You can still, you can still trust me. So he's trying to pull it back a little bit. And then in the in the interview, Rogers is talking about how it's anonymous this, anonymous that, 95% of it's fake. The article quoted players, quoted them, quoted them. If you're upset about the article, don't say this article's bullshit. Don't rip on the reporter for and she did not have a bias in this article. I read it again. She's just telling you what these people told her, including his teammates. So if he's got a problem with it, go ask Randall Cobb. Like, why'd you say that? Go ask Jordan Love. Are these meetings bad? Go ask Romeo Dobbs. Is it is it hard to learn in this offense? Go ask Sammy Watkins. Oh, wait, they wrote him off like cousin Oliver, Brady Bunch reference after he was he was quoted. So if you've got a problem, Rogers. Don't don't get your army of McAfee Elon bros to go after this reporter. Ask your guys in the locker room and keep see this. And so, okay, I know I'm rambling, but then somebody said, well, Bart, don't seek it out then if you hate it so much. Look, I just went online. I saw awful announcing talk about it. I just read this article. I just talked to this reporter. I want to know what Rogers said. I, I do not listen to Rogers on McAfee sitting there pen and paper to get my story out. I don't, I try to avoid it. I, I purposely try to avoid it so that I can like the Packers more. Rogers, the answer to my question is, mm-hmm. I just like Rogers so much that, look, between us girls, I don't want the Packers playoffs. I don't want them to, I'm, look, I, I, I feel like I shouldn't say it, but if I'm going to say it in private, I might as well say it in public. I am rooting for Miami to win. I want the Packers eliminated. <laughs> Just like with the Brewers last year. I love the Brewers. I did not like that team. I love the Packers. I don't like this Rodgers. And if that makes me a worse fan, look, you can't help how you feel. I'm just telling you how I feel. It's all I'm doing. So, I don't know, Tim. Jesus. What, what's well, what's going to happen next year when he comes back? Are you going to hate them even more? Or are you just going to reset and wait for Rodgers to say something stupid then? I will try to reset. The other problem is I'm so over Lafleur. This guy is an idiot. Lafleur was not qualified to be the head coach. He had three years of on-the-job free training because Rodgers was playing so well. And now we're realizing they, they're just doing offensive meetings. He's like, oh, I didn't know what we had in Nixon. Well, why don't you let him have one return instead of you know Amari's going to fumble? He, just, he is learning on the job, which is fine, but he had three years to do it, and it's like he learned nothing. So I'm tired of Lafleur. I'm tired of Rodgers. Look, I'm a fan that is upset with the way my team's being run. And in most markets, that's fine. But in Wisconsin, if you don't like pray to the temple that is Charlie Barron's at the left hand of the cross and quick trip at the right hand of the cross and Culver's shitty cheese curds, everything else is good at the top of the cross and all things sports at the bottom. I like Charlie Barron's, by the way. I just threw him in there because he was on ESPN this week. I got a little jealous. So that I just, it's just, it's just, it's, it's too much. I just think that I know we've veered off topic because this was un, you know, unplanned, unprepared as a result of Rogers on the McAfee show. But I think Bart, the phrase that you, I, 
I don't know. The, the, the I want off this ride is what I'm trying to say. I like, want off the Rogers ride. I don't want to have to keep dealing with these extracurricular things, whether I try to ignore them or not. I think that's just the right. I don't think there's a better phrase. You know, it, it's like you can try to explain your Packers fandom and someone can come after you and say, well, if you were really a Packers fan, then you, you would never root for them to lose. And I'm sure Ryan Horvath's going to hear what you said and think it's a dumb thing to say. When you had Aaron Nagler on your podcast three or four weeks ago, you said to him, I forget what game the Packers were about to play, but I think you either said, I'm, I think it was before the Dallas game. Was that what it was? And you said, I hope McCarthy comes here and stomps us. And and Nagler said, like, you don't wish that, right? Something to the effect of that. And you, you want the Packers to win. And then uh, as your as your camera shifts wildly here on, on the stream yard. Um, but I don't think that makes anything other than going back to the phrase, wanting off this ride, the Aaron Rodgers experience. I think that's perfectly okay. I think you... To your, you know, off the cuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm, question, yeah, you can absolutely. How did you say it? Like it was something to the effect of like, if you, is it okay that you can hate your favorite team or not root for your favorite team because you don't like one of the guys? Like that's a perfectly acceptable way to fan. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It doesn't seem like it around here. I want to talk more on that. The Bart Winkler Show. Tim Shea, Paul Emig. We'll be back right after these words. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Welcome back to the show. What if you're like a Nets fan and you don't like Kyrie? Can you root against the Nets? 
you know, you can still say I have other fans and people on Twitter were like, well, I never liked Braun and it was hard for me to root for, for the Brewers there. You never liked Braun? That was me. Once that Braun stuff happened, I still rooted for the Brewers. I actually leaned more into Braun because he was doing it for us. <laughs> I mean, I, I get, I guess everyone was doing it in baseball too, kind of maybe. So I guess it depends on the sport. I was. I don't want to. I don't want to say. Like I don't want to. If I feel a certain way, how, how am I supposed to change that? I feel the way I feel. I think people mis- misconstrue your whole vibe, though, Bart. I know you well enough to know that what you're saying about hey, this is the way I feel, and I have a podcast, I have a public voice, and like you're not giving takes. I want people to understand, appreciate, and realize. Like you, you, this is not Bart doing a take. Oh, I want clicks and I want attention. I get, this is just the way that he is feeling as a fan. You know, sometimes he's down 0-2 in the NBA finals and feels they're going to win and he puts out chairs. Sometimes he hates the team's quarterback and wants them to lose and not make the playoffs. It's, this isn't, you know, the Colin Cowherd show with a group of writers giving him takes so that he can try to be, you know, trending and viral on social media. This is just the way Bart goes about things. So I, I don't know if this audience, your podcast listening audience needs to know that because I'm assuming most of them get what your vibe is, but I see the way that the Twitter comments come in and it's, it is what it is. I think it's kind of like what you said in your interview. And Andy, Tony, all four hating on Rogers gets way more attention on Twitter. All you fake loser, local media people are the same. Right. Fine. Like if Andy 024, whatever the hell you said, if, that's what he wants to think. If that's what that person wants to think, cool, whatever. Um, I know that in this more long form way, right? Twitter, even with 280 characters, is still not not where you. This where nuance goes to die, yeah. right? It's hard. It's hard to be. But, but even this, with Kaylin writing an article, she wrote an article, what? and people that McAfee is gonna make fun of the article without even reading it. Now, can I remind people, I think this is important context, that when Rogers ripped on the article last year that he didn't like, he didn't know who the author was. He said the wrong author. Yeah. And then later admitted what? That he never read it. He, yeah. there's a, he said on the record, Aaron Rodgers did, after having had that press conference and having named the wrong author, I in, in hindsight, I I'm partially paraphrasing his quote, something to the effect of, I probably should have read it first. But then the way that I like, I just, I don't like him so much that it seems like, oh, there's nothing that he can do. And it makes other people be like, well, because Bart doesn't like this, Bart must be wrong. So I'm right. Rogers is actually, but Rogers is, he's a gas lighting eagle maniac who is very insecure, doesn't like that this got out. Even right. though it's just, it's it's not even like bad. It's just, this is the, like, let's not even say it's bad. We're not even talking if the hand signals are bad. It's the way that he does things. People need to adapt to him. And people talked about it. He doesn't like that it got out. He thinks it paints him in a bad light. There was an example of it happening in the Monday night game. And so instead of like talking about it like a normal human, he's got to be all like, gaslight on Kalen Kaler, which is just a bunch of crap. Well, and also, I mean, Aaron knows, Pat McAfee knows. They know what an anonymous source is. They know what that is. 
And so any like I saw the, the tweet that the author, the reporter, Kaylin, who was on your show, I saw what she posted. You saw what she sent to Pat McAfee on Twitter. I'm assuming you saw that where she's calling out like, hey, you know, it would have helped is if you had read this and then you would yeah. have seen there are no anonymous sources in my story. She talked on the record to current teammates, including Jordan Love, including Randall Cobb, who are, you know, Cobb is absolutely Roger's guy. And Jordan Love, Rogers claims to really like and probably factually so. And no one was dismissive of it. I mean, Bart, I have a topic that we can pivot to if you want. And I was going to say it partially in jest, question mark, which is to say the timing of Sammy Watkins being cut was just a coincidence. Now, let me tell you, before I when I drafted that question, I was I was kind I was kidding uh, mostly. And now I hear how pissed Rogers was on the McAfee show that this got out at all. And I'm a lot less convinced that my topic should have been said in jest because he's annoyed by this. Yeah. At the very least, he's annoyed by it. And if you're already like a marginal guy on the roster that Watkins is, you know, <laughs> I know LaFleur said after the game something about like, Oh, this was, you know, this was definitely not something we were excited to do with having to cut Sammy Watkins. You know, they just had to have Patrick Taylor up and he was out of elevations. And I don't know, like, I I don't know. It's it's awfully coincidental, especially now after hearing Rogers be extremely, I, I think at the very least annoyed. I think it's safe to say he was annoyed that this. But if something not- happened, that's another problem because essentially Rogers wanted and he got, which means that LaFleur has no balls and Gudikins just late. Like, this, how, how can you, how can you take all this stuff that goes on with this organization and it's six and eight be doing playoff scenarios? I want, I want to tear the whole thing down. I well, just, you're just, you know, you're, you're, I mean, this is totally fine. We can take the, I have plenty of other questions and topics and we can take this in any direction, but you've, you've stepped on a couple of them. And so just to kind of tell you what they were um, in addition to the Sammy Watkins one, it was um, if taking this long for the Packers to go to Keyshawn Nixon in place of Amari, uh, the fact that it, let me rephrase that. The fact that it took this long for the Packers to go to Keyshawn Nixon in place of Amari Rogers is another knock against your trust in Lafleur as a head coach. Mm-hmm or mm-mm. I mean, so there's one that you've already hit on the Sammy Watkins one. And then I had another where I was going to say, let's talk Packer playoff scenarios. Mm-hmm or mm-mm. So like, you know, it's fine because they're coming up organically in the course of our conversation. But I feel like we're saying like my topics, we're going to lead into the same things that you're saying. It's great that Rogers wants to go on McAfee or talk after the game about this is the first time we've had a kick returner that you've kicked away from. It took you till week 13 to try. Like this is, there's nothing Lafleur can say where it's like, Oh, I'm sure glad. Like it's a, it's a bad, it's bad. Like, no, something like Rogers, just to finish on Rogers, he doesn't yeah. need to talk every week. Well, by the way, that bye week, he didn't talk during the bye week, and that must have been a nice relief. <laughs> well, he doesn't need to talk. You know, some of these quarterbacks, like Josh Allen does the thing with Kyle Brandt, and other quarterbacks go on different shows. You know, Brady's got his show on Sirius. Rogers doesn't need to talk. He purposely seeks out a safe space where he can control the narrative every single week. And it's annoying. Yet you have guys over here like Tim Shea that still want to p- 
put on that happy place limp balm and kiss his butt. It's it's um it's very it's obviously intentional, right? It's what we've talked about before, which is he can set the narrative for the week. It's on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So like you've just even if you have a Sunday game, you've just come off that game. And by the time it's Tuesday afternoon, because for the most part, media, like from if you're a Packers beat reporter or you're a media person in Wisconsin who can gets a press credential to go cover the Packers, nothing happens on Monday. Sometimes you get like coordinators. You might get like coordinators, like this is how it works. On Tuesday, on a typical week, you're off. There's no media access. So before Wednesday, which is when the team starts practicing again, which is when Lafleur has a press conference, which is when the locker room is open to the reporters, before any of that can happen, Rodgers has set the tone for the week. So now, if someone's going to ask about it in the locker room this week, if someone's going to ask Lafleur about it, if someone's going to just keep this topic going of, oh, like now Rodgers has slammed this article what do you think about it, Randall, now that you've read it? What do you think about it, Jordan, now that you've read it? So, right, it's he's – I mean, really, he's doing a good job. For if, if Aaron Rodgers is in the business of Aaron Rodgers, he's doing a good job. Like, he's doing all the things you would want to do if you're him, which is, like, you know, establish your message and stick to that message and set the tone and set the direction of what people are going to talk about. He's really good at it. Unfortunately, it services him, you know, more so than it services – the franchise because again, he is whether intentionally or unintentionally, if you people can believe what they want. I mean, it's, it seems purposeful that he's been unofficially anointed as team spokesperson. I think that's Um, wrong. I I don't think a quarterback should ever be team spokesperson, no matter how great their careers have been. Tim, what are the empty bar stools at McGuire's saying about all this? Hold on. Let me ask. quiet yeah nobody, quiet. nobody goes there <laughs> holiday party wednesday 3 p.m i do want to say the uh i listened to your monday or no your tuesday podcast there was a point there where mr mcguire's was like hey bart fuck off <laughs> yeah oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah like like it was funny for a little while he played a lot of voice when it sounded like listening to it and then it was like for real, buddy. Like enough. I've made plenty. Well, then we of bought money it over the XFL. A little bit. I think you were at that point. You were McAfeeing to his Rogers. You're like, oh no, wait, wait. I was just having fun. Like yeah, I'm not really. I'm not really that guy. Um, and then Tim, I, I, I'm wondering. I have to ask you this question. You have your stocking up at McGuire's. Um, how do we feel about that? I don't know. <laughs> Like, like is that should I be happy about it? Or right, I don't I, I don't know. Right? Like uh, you know, what is this what does it say when you have a stocking up with your name at the local bar? <laughs> Maybe I drink too much. Hey, I take it the other way. I think anytime that you're welcomed into a community and are someone that's thought of, I think that's a win in your life. Right? Yeah. Okay. That's a win in your life. All the right. same way that if I had a like the the stockings that I'm gonna put up back here in my home, I should get a Christmas tree up in here. But the same way that I would put up stockings, I would have a Tim Shea stocking. You're a big part of the community, mm-hmm. and so at McGuire's they feel the same way about you. So I would I would definitely look at that as a win, Timmy. All right, well I I'll take it as a win. I didn't know what to think, and then I was like, I'll take it. Where are yeah. you on anything we covered in the last ten minutes? Twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
it's Tim's just been sitting in his car watching the show between me and Paul. <laughs> Mostly, well, I, no, I never did read the art, the full article. I skimmed it. I, I so I mean, I, I get it. Right. Well, I Tim can't wanna, read. People don't just, know that. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I only know like is and 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 the. Yeah. I just want Rogers to shut up and play, like. Shut up I, and dribble. Yeah. No, not like that, though. Not like that. Don't put words in my mouth. I just, where did it start for you? Like, what, what are you, what are you, what are you so pissed about? Just what the way, about? just the Is way it, he says it. Where did it start or, for me? That's a great question. Like, what, what comment was it first? Oh, you're asking you? Tim. Tim, you're asking Bart. Like, when he started really disliking Rogers. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like, was it this year? Was it last year? No, no. Was it three years ago? That's a good question. And it wasn't like I don't I don't I'm mad that he lied about COVID. Like that that I don't care. That's about. an example of the kind of shit he pulls, but yes. That, that know, I know plenty of people I, that didn't give a COVID vaccine. I'm yes, not gonna I'm I'm not like I'm not pissed about that. Like people have said, Are you do you not like Rogers because he didn't get the shot? I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, and nobody Okay, that's yeah, it's only the question. Nobody ever says it. I would say, God, when did it start? It had to be the year that McCarthy got fired, huh? Well, let me let me okay, let's let me take a step back. Uh, I can let's try to retrace our steps. I came on your radio show when Horvat was still with you the night after they drafted Jordan Love. And I think you guys were both ferociously pissed off because you wanted Rogers to be able to be here until he didn't want to the end of time. Right. Well, I, I, I wanted, uh, Rogers is the quarterback, get him someone stop. The, the, that was a waste of a first round pick. Absolute waste. Cause I mean, I did, I did defend the, uh, I'll just be honest. The day after the draft, I defended the pick of Jordan love, you know, the, the old adage, the old cliche, the last, the, the only time you don't want to have to draft a quarterback is when you need a quarterback. Like I, okay. There's no more, and I could say there's no more important position in all of sports than quarterback. So, like, there's, you know, there was reasons for me to take the side of the argument that I did the day after. But I think even going to that point in time, I don't think, Bart, you had yet jumped off the Rodgers train. Right? Was it when he requested a trade? Or not requested, but when... when... I think what really annoyed me is that he didn't get the COVID shot. And I was like, Hey man. No, but you know what? Actually let's, let's be real. So I think when actually, did he say the thing about folks? Well, okay. That was like 2017, 2018. Cause that Rogers was, was asked what he did for Thanksgiving. I believe it was. Yes, and yeah, that's, he yep. said, I spent some time with my folks. Yep. Everybody knows that him and his family are on the outs. And he said, folks, everybody says folks as in my parents. But then he said, uh, no, my folks, my friends, the same way he used immunized to say vaccinated. He knows what we're going to, he knows what we're going to think. And by the way, no, he did not say in the moment relative to the folks comment, he did not clarify then that he meant friends. Yeah. And if I, you can go back to the, you know, if you have like a Packers timeline in your Twitter, you can go back and you can see where all of a sudden it wasn't like. Aaron Rodgers, like, because, you know, you're sitting, I mean, for those, right, just to kind of set the scene, 
when you're when you're doing an Aaron Rodgers press conference, he has historically done them at his locker. So you're holding up your as a as a media person, you're holding up your recorder, you have your phone, maybe you're getting ready to tweet some highlight of the thing. It you know, it's you're standing there like you don't have your laptop on you. So all of that to say, a lot of the reporters who were live tweeting from his locker that press conference, they paraphrased Rodgers into saying Aaron Rodgers had Thanksgiving with his family. Because he said folks. What does folks mean? You know, now if he were said had dinner with my folks, hey, by the way, to be clear, when I say folks, I mean yeah. friends. But no, I mean so there is there's intentional language being used to make you know so it can be whatever you want I, Bart, I think the same it, people always say rogers is very careful with his words and everybody got everybody gave him so much credit for that and i don't like it i just he th- just watching his appearance on mcafee today just in everything that he said nothing burger is such a term that's like in a moment in history where if you still say it now talking about the fbi talking about Elon, just going out of his way. To, he's a very, he's a very insecure man. And that doesn't, I don't like him. I don't dislike him because he's insecure. I dislike him because I think it's very obvious what he's doing. And then when I'm the one that calls attention to it, I'm the fucking maniac. But his, his personality. Oh, I'm sorry. Horvat's calling me to tell me that he gave uh, money to small businesses during the pandemic. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we all fucking know that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. So what? And I've said Rogers like, there's some really bad people in this world, and Rogers doesn't do anything that puts people in danger besides COVID thing. But he is a. I think he's a generally good mannered person. He's just. Uh, he's just not a person I like. Mm-hmm. And I do That's think fine. the Packers have become worse because of it. And I do think that there's a lot of games that, you know, his personality is bled over into his play. And I think that the way the Packers are structured now, he's got LaFleur shaking in his boots. Goody's not doing what he knows is right. All because they're scared of the big bad Rogers. And let's be clear. He, he, he did the Mark Murphy. He did. And let's be clear. He did stay up the night before the playoff game pissed about that ESPN article. And trying to preempt. Right before a playoff game, he's hunting down the reporter. Yeah, it. I mean, these are these are facts. Like you know, you these can facts. Yeah, that. But ninety five percent of this podcast is a nothing burger, and five percent is oh well. Uh, uh. Bart, I think actually, I think I might have an idea of when you actually turned on him, which would have been, and it's honestly, it's only partially his fault, but it's when the team caved to his demands, which I think was this past off season. Because if, if Rodgers would have rode off into the sunset after last season, the Packers had a plan. The plan was draft Jordan Love, have him play for two years. Rodgers' contract after two years of Jordan Love's career was at a point where if you follow – like you go back to draft night in April of 2020, you can see all the tweets that say follow the numbers, follow the money, follow the math. And the math was very simple. Aaron Rodgers' contract will be at a point in you know March of 2022, which – is now, you know, nine months ago, where they can let him go, they can trade him, they can do whatever, and then Jordan Love will be on year three, and you can find out if he's good or not. Like, it was all set up to be that way, and Rodgers used his back-to-back MVPs, which, again, kudos to him. He had the leverage. He used the leverage, and the Packers caved. 
and now they're, you know, now I, you, know, you can say stuck with him. Like they, now they have a $60 million dead cap hit if they want to trade him, if they want to cut him, if he, whatever. He's not going to retire, I assume, though he's kind of an unpredictable guy. So who knows? Maybe. But that would be walking away from $60 million in guaranteed money. I wonder, Bart, if it was just like, I think you thought, and I think a lot of people thought, that at the end of the 2021 season, that that was going to be it. That that was that was the end of the Rodgers run. And then the team caved. Brian Gutekinds caved. He did what Ted Thompson was able to Brian Gutekinds went the opposite direction of what Ted Thompson did. With well, Fox. and I think that offseason when we were trying to enjoy a Bucks run, there's yeah. kept being like Rogers golf with Elway. Yep. It was a whole like I'm trying to enjoy something over here. I think I think that was a big part of it. I think it was also that was also the Jeopardy offseason, right? Yeah, this idiot. This idiot like it's one thing to think, oh, I might like I might get this job. I don't know. Am I the best candidate? He thought he would just stroll in and host fucking Jeopardy. If Ted Thompson, this might be a stupid question. You might tell me to shut the fuck up. No, I think the answer to your question is yes, Tim. You know, you know exactly what I'm going to we'll say. Finish it, but he would have. If Ted Thompson were still alive and still the general manager, maybe won another Super Bowl down the road. Well, I thought your question was be: Is Rogers still the quarterback? If Ted Thompson's still the GM, is 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 he the quarterback? No, no, he's a Denver Bronco. He's a Denver Bronco, or he's somewhere. Ted Thompson would have done the same thing that he did to Brett Favre. A hundred percent, one absolutely. And Goody was doing that, but then he got scared. What yep. happened? And I think I, and Rogers Goody. won an MVP, and then Goody two MVPs, two. Uh, and then Goody was like, "Well, it just it got to the point where I can't trade a two two time back to back MVP, but you can." Yeah, but he didn't. And I know Gudikin said that he knew about Devontae Adams' decision before negotiating with Rodgers. But let's not forget the timeline of events there, which is, like, truthfully, did did Gutekinds think if I re-sign Rodgers, I also get Devontae? Did he Devontae already Devontae left. What do you mean? Well, yes, he did leave, but, we, like... I think Devontae... Deva, Deva, Aaron Rodgers is such a great guy. Devontae had, left him? He left him. Yep. Devontae left him. People need to understand that. I still don't think they do. We're like, oh, Packers trade Devontae. Yeah. Devontae no, wanted to be left. traded. He right. Left. Well, he wanted he... to play closer to his family. Fuck off with that. <laughs> We're brought to you by Happy Place Hemp, happyplacehemp.com. <laughs> nice segue. Promo code 25. What? Promo code is BART. It gets you 25% off your order. I'm on happyplacehemp.com right now. Tim, I'm going to get you. Give me that lip balm since I'm apparently kissing Roger's ass. I was just trying to bait you. Uh, Please. I'm going to get you a nice 40-pack of the uh, gummies that I like, the CBD, CBN gummies. I need to. Good night. I need to get an early start on the uh, Hempy Awards for 2023. Yeah, our 2023 Hempies. I'm going to go to add coupon. I'm going to type in the name Bart. That's going to give me 25% off my order, and that's going to save me a quick 20 bucks. 40 gummies. Going to help you sleep, and I'm going to yeah. save a bunch of money uh, for your Christmas present. That's how that's how promo codes work. Happyplacehemp.com. They have been wonderful 
jumping on board. Chris and Rob over there. Visit. They're they're there nine to four. If you want to go say hi, are you there now, Tim? You're in your car. No, but I do have to get back there. I do need to get more pet stuff. Yeah, uh, I did say I was going to drive some gummies to Iowa for Joe, for that guy. Uh, but yeah, happyplacehemp.com. Nice little stocking stuffer last minute here. Maybe get some for the new year. Have a night in. Be safe. My uh, my anniversary is New Year's Eve. And so my parents were going to be like, hey, we'll, we'll watch the kid for you. And you and your wife could go out. And we're thinking, okay, well, what if we went out? Well, we'd have to go out. We had to find a ride. We'd have to find a line. We had to... We had to be on the roads. Everybody's ne- Wait, why not just stay inside, have a gummy or two, or I'll try. I'll try for you too, and watch uh, and watch Andy Cohen and uh, and Anderson Cooper. That's where we've that's where we've shifted on New Year's Eve. We watch the CNN. Of course, makes, of course, you do. It probably makes me a lib. All right, I have some other. You want me to? I got. I have non Rogers. You you took your little like. You did your sponsor thing, so I'm assuming that means we can pivot to. This guy's like, hey, did you see this funny story? I was like, no, what was it? He goes, well, I was watching The Five today, and I said. Oh, why? 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 All right, I'm, hey, I'm Ron and Rome blocked me and my phone number. Should, how, do you know, that... how do you know if someone blocks your phone number? Because he told me he was going to block me, and then I tried texting him, and then. We got in a fight about Elon Musk. Shoot me over his number. I'll text him. <laughs> so is he like, is Elon, is he stepping down? He lost the poll. So is he, is, is that what's happening? Well, apparently he's got to investigate Roger's profile picture first. Cause Roger's is so fucking funny. And with yeah, that so pivoting we, pivot. I was like, and with that, we pivot. I don't know. Um, I want to talk about Brian Gutekinds. And really what I want to talk about is this Packers rookie class through 14 games. I would give Brian Gudikins the grade of a B plus or better for his 2022 draft class. Through 14 games, I'd give Brian Gudikins the B plus or better for his 2022 draft class. Let me just say before you answer, that draft class is Quay, is Quay Walker, Devontae Wyatt, Christian Watson, and do this in order. Sean Ryan, whoops, Romeo Dobbs, Dubs, Zach Tom, Kiki, um, is Kiki Engman-Yare, is, um, I know that announcers seem to do it differently, uh, Tariq Carpenter, Jonathan Ford, Rashid Walker, Samari Toure. B plus or better for Brian Gudekinst through 14 games to grade his rookie class. Bart, mm-hmm or mm-mm. Uh, mm-mm. I'd probably go B minus, but it's got the potential to be a B plus. It's got a, it's got it's got more potential than ever. Well, I mean, I feel like you're being tell me B, B that's either you're a really harsh teacher grader guy or we're seeing things differently with some of these guys. No, I think there's a lot of promise in uh, obviously Watson, I think can be a hit uh, dubs. I think will be a hit, but I don't want to like overcompensate on him. I, mean, I, think, I, I think, I mean, don't you think Dobbs is at the very least going to have a James Jones career? I, I don't know. It's his first year. But I'm saying that's what, through 14 games, you know, like you have to, it's okay to like, it's prefaced by the fact that we don't have a ton of evidence. Well, Wait, no, like, there's six Walker there and Rogers. Quay Walker had an awesome Monday night football. Yeah, they're six and eight. So the answer is not B plus. Well, oh, okay. Fair enough. That's your you added, you added rookies to this team. That's what, it's not B B plus is too high. Wow. A B minus is basically a B plus. Just you're missing the last little guy. By the way, I, 
my question was almost I would give Brian Gudikins an A minus or better, but then I thought I like okay, I'll be a little bit more conservative. I'll say B plus or if better. If you said B, I'd probably say yeah, I'll give it a B. Hmm. But because okay. you said B plus, I'm trying to. I I think that I don't want to I don't want to like jump to praise people, just like I don't want to jump to criticize. I saw somebody do this again. Put a Quay Walker highlight out there. Oh, we're all those people that were doubting Quay now. Look, sometimes guys get drafted. Sometimes people say things like, oh, maybe he's not as good as I thought. That's not me saying or someone saying this was a terrible pick and he'll never be good. And I'm I'm 100 percent right. Stop with I, your nuance. Just have, you know. <laughs> no, but there's a specific crowd. They do the same thing with Watson. Yep. Oh, what happened to all those people? Wait a minute. What are you doing, Shay? Nothing. Shay's got his, Shay's got his uh, collar over his neck. It looks like you got a little egg sitting there of color. <laughs> it did look like that. You look like a little egghead. All right, Tim, I don't want you to be swayed too much by what Bart said or what I might say, but B-plus or better for Brian Gudikins for his 2022 draft class so far? I'd go, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Christian Watson. I mean, the teams are starting to, you know, like last night, concentrate a little more on him. That will get Romeo Dobbs open. That will, once two Ray plays, that will get him open. There's potential there. There's a ton of potential. I, I might have even said mm-hmm to an A minus. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so mm-hmm. I mean I go ahead, Timmy. And no, it's just I Watson alone. I mean, he's what leads rookies in touchdowns? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So but I think it does, I mean Watson is that guy already, and he has the potential. I mean, uh, Tim, you you weren't on the show. I think it was me, you I think it was the Grand Bills episode when we no, it was one before that part when we uh, where we were discussing based on, I think it was an Andy Herman or a Peter Bukowski tweet about is Christian Watson going to be an all pro, which essentially means a top four or and I five. Said too soon. I said too soon. It, it is too, that, that's fine. Right. But like that conversation as a rookie is next, next level to even be considering the possibility that the guy's a top five wide receiver. But I would say, okay, Enig Bari, fifth round pick. The edge rusher is – he's good. Like, he's going to be here a while contributing. Zach Tom is good. He is going to be a long-term starter on the Packers' offensive line. I think Dobbs, as mentioned, is – even if he's not, like, a you know, star, he's going to ha- he's gonna carve out, you know, an eight-year career in the NFL, I think, is what I and, – and Watson, to your point, could be a star. Quay Walker – Again, one of those things that I don't know why it takes so long for the Packers coaching staff to adjust, but you saw in Monday Night Football, when they just let this athlete go out there and be an athlete, he's really good. And Devontae Wyatt's not playing a lot, but when he is playing, he's good. I still question drafting a 24-year-old defensive lineman. I don't I don't it's not about Devontae Wyatt, the player. I wouldn't I would be very cautious to use a first round pick on a 24-year-old defensive lineman. So I still question that one, even if he's good. Um, just because it's window- a tweet. I said, loser Packer fans continue to let their loser hero paint the narrative that they're so desperate to simp for. Because <laughs> then people say, don't have to wonder why you were let go. Ugh. Well, I was let go because the company got, the, I mean, I wasn't let go because I was a dick to Packer fans. If anything, that helped. 
idiot. Also, I thought um, we pivoted, but okay, go ahead. Yeah. Also, um, that's rude. Also, I'm doing CBS Sports Radio. Is that does that not do anything for anybody? Oh, you don't have a job. You're not good enough to work in Milwaukee. Oh, okay. How about I'm on a hundred stations tomorrow night? Oh, it's not Milwaukee. Oh, boo-hoo. Well, it is Milwaukee. It's also Milwaukee. Yeah, I'm on the fan. Then this Zach guy's really trying to peddle that I'm the Gary Wolf of the Packers. Which I used to have a platform. Now I'm trying my own thing and I'm being negative about the team that's doing well. So there's some correlations there, but don't do that. Well, also the Packers aren't doing well. Yeah, they're not winning the title. And I'm not saying that, oh, Kevin Durant's foot was on the line. <laughs> All right. Sorry to cut off your question. I No, I'm, so I, I'm going to go. Yeah, I mean, I, I would probably go as high as A minus. You're acting like I said C minus. I said B minus. I, I still think you're a heart. What's the? I mean, if you get a B, if you get a B plus and a B minus, you got a B. No, that's a big difference. That's a no. huge difference. No, it's it's A B C B F. There's a difference between the plus, minus, and regular B. Timmy, no. you're you're echoing. Just so you know, I don't got it. Really, Tim, I talk. Hey, Bart. Hey, Mark. Oh, I hey, guess Jack, testing. One, two. Oh, it's gone. Whatever. We're good to go. All right. I have another one for you. As a as a Packers fan, you're concerned that the momentum of the Vikings' historic comeback win will propel Minnesota through the NFC playoffs. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is great. This is great. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Because if people don't like me crapping on the Packers, I hope you stayed 46 minutes into this one because this Vikings franchise is pathetic. There are shirts being sold, just like there were shirts being sold for the Minnesota Gophers. They, they won the axe back-to-back against two shitty Badger teams. Now they're selling, I survived a 33-point comeback. What does that even mean? This team celebrates the smallest little things. Imagine if we made shirts, we came back against the Bears two weeks ago. Well, no one would buy that because there's other things to be happy about. The Vikings have so little that they try to make every moment the Super Bowl because they'll never get to one. Paul Allen Paul Allen is getting way more flowers than he deserves. He's a monster Homer fan who just screams all the time. And then he sounds depressed when he's depressed. I mean, he's not, he's a, he can call a play, but I'm not saying he's bad. I'm just saying that he's not like, he's not uh, Keith Jackson over here. It's, it's Paul Allen. Plus he blew me off in Vegas. So that was like Paul Allen, no selling me in Vegas is like Aaron Rodgers not getting a COVID shot. Once that happened, I turned. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So you so you you're not this is that Vikings no, win is gonna give this loser team a false sense of hope. This Vikings team is not making the NFC championship, much less they're, the Super Bowl. They're not making it out of the first round, Bart. Come on. Who are they gonna okay. end up playing? Uh right yeah, now but, they're the two seed. Yeah, play us. They would play they, they they would play Washington. Well the, uh, yeah, I don't know. Depends. They can be Washington. I just hope that the – I mean, to, to the point of last week's podcast, I hope that who they actually play is the Lions, and the Lions get to beat the Vikings, which would be so awesome. I will tell you, though, I'm going to say, mm-hmm. I think there's – especially this late in the season, I think momentum in the NFL is a thing. Bart, I think your false sense of security idea for them is – I resonated with that. I think that that's a thing that could happen. But – I think when a team believes within themselves that no lead is insurmountable, no deficit is is insurmountable, 
I think it changes the way players approach losing and being down. I think there's something to that. And it's not like we're talking about like the six seed Vikings. It's like a, a good Vikings team. So I don't care about Vikings fans, Bart, as much as you do. I don't cheer against teams because of like disliking their fan base. That's not a, that's not a thing that I do. I know it's a thing you do, but um, this Viking team reminds me of the 2019 Packers new coach. They're having a great season. They're kind of rebuilt themselves really quickly. Not rebuilt, but you know what I mean? Rise from the, the bottom up. The ashes rise from the ashes. From All the right. Ashes. I want to do something that we did a couple times, but haven't done in a few weeks. And I want to give you the, I want to do the college football playoff seeds, but for the NFL. So you have to put on your committee chairmanship where you, Bart Winkler, you, Tim Shea, as members of the NFL playoff committee, you have to choose a top four. Okay. You got to choose your top four. And I'm going to present you my top four to which you can respond mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. number one, the one loss Philadelphia Eagles. Number two, the Cincinnati Bengals, winners of six in a row. Number three, the Buffalo Bills, winners of five in a row. And number four, the Kansas City Chiefs, who I do want to say probably seem out of place in number four. But let me tell you why, just before you answer the question. The Chiefs are 9-2 and two over the last 11 games. That's really good, right? Guess who those two losses are against? The Bills and the Bengals. So I can't put... I think the Chiefs put, lose to the Colts. They did also in week one. Yes. What happened there? I don't know. Or week two. Early, early. But they're 9-2 and two over the last 11, but they've lost to the Bills and they've lost to the Bengals. So I'm going to say, so mm-hmm or mm-mm, that to take the college football standard for choosing the playoff committee, choosing the final four playoff teams, the first seed would be the Eagles, second the Bengals, third the Bills, fourth the Chiefs. Mm-hmm or mm-mm to that being the order. Uh, mm-mm. The teams, I think, are fine. Eagles are one. Hertz looks like he's not going to play this weekend. Uh, that's not going to affect me too much. They still yeah. deserve to be there. I would then go with the uh... Bengals have won six in a row. Bills have won five in a row. The Chiefs just went to overtime with the Texans. No, yeah, but they play the Cowboys tough too. That don't bother me. No, you're not. You're not dissuaded by like sneaking past a one-win team. I also slept through all the noon games on Sunday because I was World Cupped out. Oh, the noon games were – there was three overtimes. Yeah, I woke up and the Bengal, or the Buccaneers were up 7-3 and I was pissed. Oh, you missed all the good stuff. I know. Um, I still haven't seen one Saints-Falcons highlight. You don't need to. I'm going to go Eagles 1, Bills 2, Chiefs 3, Bengals 4. Okay, we got the same four, just slightly. Bengals, uh, the Bengals could be in there. See, the Bengals, I'd look at like Clemson. Like, well, they were they were just in last year. They should probably be in again. Uh, the Vikings are out. The Niners, there's a case for them, I suppose. The Cowboys, I really like. Hey, that's what I'm rooting for. You want me to find another team? People keep telling me on Twitter, find another team. That's so stupid. That's not how it works. But I am rooting for the Jaguars. I would love the oh, hell yeah. Jaguars and Tennessee Titans week 18 to be an AFC South championship game. I would definitely root for the Jaguars. I don't know about the Jaguars, but. Oh, boy. Oh, oh boy. Oh, boy. I mean, oh, I, have, I, have to, I had to say it. Timmy, Eagles, Eagles, Bengals, Bills, Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. 
Mm-mm. I'm taking the Bengals out completely. They're the I, defending AFC champions. They've won six in a row. I really, really, really like this 49ers. So I'd go Eagles one, Bills two, okay. 49ers three, KC four. Wow. Wow, indeed. I really like I really like the 49ers to go to the Super Bowl this so, year. Wait, wait, wait. Beating the Eagles. Beating the Eagles. Yes, if we're doing like a bracket, for the the 49ers would play one versus four. Right? Well, you had you had 49ers as the third seed, right? Third, you yeah, so they, they would play the two seed, the Bills. Yeah. And then they would beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Hmm. Eagles okay. 49ers, even though that would never happen. I'm giving yeah. I am giving to Bart's point some Clemson credit to the Bengals. I think someone else has to beat them. Otherwise, they're the defending AFC champions. And I think they're hot. Like six in a row is really hard in the NFL. I think they would get credit from that from the committee. You know, I think they would and knowing that one of those wins is against the Chiefs is really important. But I mean, I think it's fair. By the way, I just pulled up NFL.com. And the person who does their power rankings, and power rankings are not the same thing as this little exercise about uh, you know, if, if there was a college football type committee. But, Jimmy, to your point, this particular writer, Dan Hansus, he's an around the NFL writer for NFL. Oh, he went to Hansus State. Hansus State. That was stupid, but really well played. Has Eagles I won. I regret it. No, it's good. Eagles won, 49ers two. So, I mean. Bills three, Bengals four, Chiefs five. I did not look at that prior to, but I'm looking at that now. Cowboys six. Okay. Um, uh, one one more here. Watching important sports games on Christmas. I swear I haven't heard of you until two minutes ago as I was scrolling through Packers on the Twitter search bar. You're incredibly toxic and negative. You clearly have an unhealthy obsession. Embarrassing. My great point, my greatest point is Rogers sucks. I say he sucks. And now I suck, ignoring that Rodgers sucks. If you're going to tell me I suck, which maybe I do, but it's because Rodgers sucks. Cause effect. Yeah, <laughs> this. I mean, this is. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna settle this again because this is. What, this will be what I clip. Okay, I got. I got to clip some. This will be what I clip. I'm getting a. I, I was okay. I'm getting a lot of people on Twitter telling me how much I suck. And no wonder you don't have a job because I'm so anti Rogers, but I'm anti Rogers because he sucks. And so I call out Rogers for sucking, which to be fair, might make me suck. But then if you're going to say that I suck, do you ignore the fact that Rogers sucks too? We can both suck as people. I shouldn't be taking all the heat when all I'm doing is being the messenger for how much Rogers sucks. But simple way, Packer fans, to your playoff scenarios where you need Washington to lose two or three and the Lions to lose two or three and all of your six and eight glory, I'm the idiot. So we could be the sevens. Clip it. Oh, Jesus. And then play San Francisco and maybe beat them. And then LaFleur would go on and on and on about, well, when should we leave for San Francisco? No, LaFleur can't beat his friends except for Sean McVay. Yeah, do the do the Packers and he Rams lost his have Mac a, Wilson? Do the Packers and Rams have a little rivalry going? 
I feel like we play them every year and in the playoffs. I think Jalen Ramsey. What the NFC Championship should have looked like, by the way. Yeah. That's what it should have looked like. Rams coming to Green Bay. As I was saying three minutes ago, pre-clip, Go ahead. I want to do this one. Watching important sports games on Christmas is a nice touch to your day. Mm-hmm or mm-mm. Packers at Dolphins, Bucks and Celtics. It's a nice added touch to your day, Bart. Mm-hmm or mm-mm. Uh, I don't like it personally. So mm-mm, okay. Mm-mm. I think that on Thanksgiving – Part of the whole thing about Thanksgiving is that you sit around and eat and watch TV. That's what it is. The parades on, maybe you watch a movie. Maybe you're like, uh, go find the most overrated movie that we have. And everyone says, well, that's totally elf. Oh my God. What? Elf was fine until the end. It got weird. Yeah. I, I, I can skip the last 20 minutes. Also elf was out for like two weeks before. Everyone's like, there's another Christmas classic. You need a little bit of time to, for it to become a classic. And, and it is now, though, undisputedly. Like, well, Now you could call it classic. Uh, it is much better than the worst Christmas movie of all time. I don't have to say it out loud. You're, Christmas story. Oh, so bad. <laughs> I'm going to do that one gif where you just everyone stands up in the crowd. <laughs> Should we do best Christmas movie topic real quick? Sure. All right. I'm a sucker for Home Alone. Yeah. I'm going to throw uh, the uh, Christmas Vacation in there. Okay. Mm, and then what would be my third? Four Christmases. Did you see? <laughs> AJ Dillon was like, take top three out of it. He threw Polar Express in his top three. Polar Express is good. No, it's not. Top three. If I did do top 15, I don't think Polar Express would make it. Oh, that's terrible. Terrible take. Um, Jingle all the way. No, <laughs> I hope you're joking. I watched that last year thinking like, I haven't seen this in 20 years, and it's really bad. Uh, that's the one with Arnold, right? Yeah. And what Sinbad? would be the other one? What about the Santa Claus? Yeah, did you watch? There's a series out now, isn't there? No, yeah, yeah, there is. I'm not going to watch it. But the original. But my girl, Elizabeth Mitchell's in there. She was Juliet on Lost. Big fan. Christmas with the Cranks is pretty good. Hmm. Uh, Scrooged. What about Daddy's Home? Daddy's Home 2. Is that a Christmas movie? It's set on Christmas. Yeah. Okay. Hey, why don't we call Rami and talk about how Die Hard's a Christmas movie? Well, it is. I'm just saying, like that. <laughs> I feel like every year on the fan. Well, that was uh, Joe. Maybe it was Joe versus Rami. I don't know. There you go. Uh, I'll I'll say I'll say Home Alone, Elf. I can't and... think of a number three, like a true three. Oh well, something for Twitter. Um, Home Alone, Home Alone Two, Lost in New York. Yeah, Home Alone Two is all right. Home Alone 2 might be better than Home Alone 1. Sorry I said it, but... Well, it's not. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, but on Christmas, I feel like it's a burden. Like, we're trying to figure out should I do a Christmas show for all these people that uh, haven't heard of me outside of two minutes ago. Like, we have routines at Christmas. You, 
it used to be we would turn off you know everything's off we play beach boys christmas growing up was our album of choice uh now we got the cousins and the kids and the nephews and the nieces and the uh, brothers and the sisters and opening presents like a four-hour ordeal you know then there's a meal and that's that that's like family we're 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 all and everything's off and to have to to have to I like like when it's over. Oh, I wish there was some shitty bowl game on at nine o'clock. Oh, okay. San Jose State, great. I don't know. I don't I don't like it. I did I not know until it. right now what time the Packers Dolphins game was on. It's on at noon. If it would have been if they would have been the seven twenty game, I would have been like, Oh, okay. Well, we do a lot of our stuff during essentially when the Bucks are playing is when I'm gonna be in full Christmas mode. Which is when? Two thirty? They play at four thirty. Four thirty. And the NFL game at that time is Broncos Rams, which yeah. if you want to watch with your family, they are doing that one on Nickelodeon. What is full oh. Christmas mode like? Unwrapping presents or cooking? Yeah, Christmas. TV's off. You're engaged. Family. Mm-hmm. Love. We, memories. Holiday. We, we do everything right in the morning, like 7.30. Yeah. 8 o'clock. We do it all in the morning where by 10 o'clock, pretty much just hanging out. Oh, there's a football game on. Let's go. See, I think oh, it's different. Packers, even better. Oh, so see, it's funny you said that. I would say, like, I like that it's an all day NBA thing, you know, and now the NFL is grabbing the big NBA day, too. Mm-hmm. I I would be totally cool if there were sports on. I want to watch, like, I'm going to, you know, randomly peek it, but the fact that it's a Packers Dolphins game and a Bucks Celtics, I wish it was just, you know, some. I want, I'm, I'm cool that it's something. I like that there's a sports chance yeah, to turn I don't like on the that TV. There's two. Yeah. Well, there's two, and but then there's five NBA games, and they're good. And then there's three NFL games, of, of which only one of the NFL games is worth watching, and it's the Packers one. This could be like my Super Bowl question, Bart. But this actually, you might you might have to yeah, hem and haw over this. If someone offered you two courtside seats to the, to a Christmas Day game against the Celtics. So if someone offered you two courtside seats against the Celtics if the, in Boston, if the game was at home, yeah, I probably couldn't go because you did too much of a hassle. No, but here, here's something for you to consider though. Why don't you take the little man to his first game? Well, courtside, my wife to sit at home on Christmas. Court. She can wait in the car. <laughs> I mean, it's a hassle. What did Tim just Bart get three tickets or two tickets? Okay, three tickets. You, you, your wife, and your kid. I don't know that that would fly. We do Christmas on Christmas. But what if the game's at four thirty? I, I, I just Christmas is. What if the game's at noon? What if the game is on Mars? I don't like that the college football playoffs are on New Year's Eve. Why? That's my anniversary. Oh yeah. Well, this year it's on New Year's Eve. Next year it's on New Year's Day. Way you better. Some, you lose some. So, no, Tim, you, you like Christmas? I do. I like Christmas, yeah. I mean, I, I again, we do everything early where, yeah, the game's on, and, you know, you might go take a peek at it. I, I wouldn't say we all sit down as a family and say, all right, let's all watch the Packer game now. See, but normally that's what you would do, though. Like, if this game was on the if this game was on the 26th, that's what you would do. You'd sit down I'd and probably, watch the whole I'd game. I'd sit down and watch it, yeah. I'll probably I'll sit down and watch it. Oh, but you won't watch it in the same way, will you? No, 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 no. 
Yeah, so it kind of sucks. You only get 16, now 17 of these things every year. Like, I want to, I want to devote the time to just the game. I don't want to like peek out of the corner of my eye, like, oh, what's the score? Um, I like that there's sports on. Mm-hmm. I don't like that there's games that I would really want to watch on any other day of the calendar year. You know, like so, it's a split question for me. If, I, the, Pack- if, if the Packers were eight and six, might look at it a little differently. Well, and, and that's maybe true, but also if they could have just been four and 10, you would also be like, okay, whatever. Yes. But now it's like, oh, playoff scenarios. What if they can beat Miami? All right, last question, then I got to go. Bart, I texted you this one, not knowing that I would ask it, but you said, hey, let's talk about it on the show. So, okay, fine. Here's how I'm going to phrase it. Nothing could turn people off from soccer more than the presence of this Salt Bay asshole being allowed next to the players and taking the trophy from them so he can take pictures for his Instagram. Mm-hmm or mm-mm. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I had no idea who this dude was. There's a video of this guy who was apparently named Salt Bay. Whatever. Hey, you didn't know about Salt Bay? No. I, I don't, don't know, know either. Oh, he's Timmy. the guy that – I'll show you the picture. If... Timmy, he's – okay, he's Go on ahead. the field. Yeah. He's on the pitch. Excuse me. Don't. After the World Cup. <laughs> And, and the players are posing with the World Cup trophy with their families. And he's – do you know who this is? Oh, Salt Bay. Well, yeah, like Salt Bay. He, okay. has, he has like 48 million Instagram. It's followers. the same thing as when Kevin Hart was on the floor of the, NBA, uh, of the Super Bowl with the Eagles. No, it's not, except for that this guy is taking the trophy from the children – of the players who just won it. I mean, that's not going to turn people off soccer. Oh, it tur- I, like, I'm like, okay, okay, this is this is what we're allowing access to. This guy. Who well, is this no Salt idea. Bay asshole? If anything's going to keep people away from soccer, it's this turd of a human. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well said. Whatever person texted you that is a yeah, really yeah, I got that. very well said. <laughs> um, No, and, and uh, international soccer, the, the soccer ratings, World Cup ratings were the highest rating highest rated show of the day uh even with all the nfl international soccer is a big part of sports in this country now does that mean people are going to watch the mls no it's a completely different thing you're, you're talking about like the difference between uh you know college world series and little league world series and the world series it's it's baseball but it's different people with with soccer they don't understand they, again no nuance nuance is dead in this this society at a time where i'm the most new and nuance nuance there is the nuance you saw the video though, where he's taking the trophy. Yeah, I just looked it up. Yeah, so I stupid. mean, wh- what is going on? You see, like, there's another oh, video where he's like tugging on Messi's jersey to get a picture with him on the field moments after the game match, and Messi's trying to blow him off. <laughs> it t- it t- it turned me off. Do you hate out. soccer because of it? Yeah. It's a it's a bad look. I don't care. I, well, I Timmy did next, Timmy did you watch it all? Did you go to any of the nomads or anywhere else with Bart? I, I did not meet Bart out. No, he asked I, me every day where I'd be, and then never showed up. But I did watch. I I the World Cup. I'll watch. Um, I won't watch again until the next World Cup. I'll watch the Women's World Cup next year. But that's all probably much of the soccer i'll watch yeah that's fine i'm not oh, i'll watch the new milwaukee team here and there if they you know hopefully oh, they have uh, a, if I'm, I'm gonna hook you up with tickets dog yeah hopefully they have a cool play-by-play guy or pa guy or something that that we hopefully might it's me yeah 
I will watch the World Cup as long as Salt Bay is banned. <laughs> well, uh, thanks, guys. I'm gonna play some voicemails. I don't know if you want to leave or stay. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave, but I I wish you both well, and we'll I, talk. I do have some Brewers breaking news. No, not not no nothing that no one that they signed. What the four one four thing? Yeah, that used to be my thing, my brew crew. And I guess it's gone. I, I have to what read more. The four one force. Four one force is the new like entertainment crew. I I got to read more into it to see if it's separate from this. But apparently, it's a job. Do you know anything about it? I just saw it come through. I had some friends texting about it, so I didn't oh. read anything about it. Timmy, all I know is that while we've been doing this pod, Bart has been tweeting back at people <laughs> jesus <laughs> hey don't forget mcguire's christmas party later today wednesday yeah, 3 p.m 3 p.m starts bart are you going no uh bart, are, you, maybe... are you banned from mcguire's <laughs> we're talking too much stuff oh mcguire probably doesn't remember it he was you know is like his a... name is his name mcguire yeah dan oh McGuire. okay <laughs> owner bartender everything okay well now jr uh radcliffe wrote an article about what are you rooting for the vikings this and i said the dolphins go dolphins i'm dolphins jaguars See, i can put that i'm a packer fan and i'll never like another team again and then i can also joke and say i'm rooting for the dolphins but people don't people take every again i will go down as the most unfairly criticized person in Milwaukee radio history. Mm. Right behind Tim Shea. Tim, I'm seeing this 414 thing from the Brewers now that you say it. Yeah. There's one of the <laughs> – okay, so the Brewers tweets as introducing the 414, the Milwaukee Brewers' newest I need, team. I need you to follow up on that. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Milwaukee Brewers' newest team of energetic performers and entertainers apply now. Um, okay, cool. The first response that I see is, how about you 414 get about that and sign a free agent instead? Yes! Did Bart Winkler say that? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> now the, the next response is, SMH, why does baseball need dancers? Oh, so is it a dance crew? I don't know. I'll, I'll read about it. I thought I thought what I got was my rejection letter from the Brewers. So another one. I applied to do social media for some realtor. <laughs> and he's like, I need someone local. And he's in Waukesha. That wasn't local enough for him. I guess he needs someone in Waukesha. Shit, sorry. All right, sure, gentlemen. I'll still easily find someone more qualified. Tim, I sent you 30 bucks. Oh, God bless your heart. Merry Christmas. Because you got off the road for this driving. So I I, I was shopping. Oh, hey, That's someone right. someone gave you money on your tip chart to do um what was it? What'd they do? What they give you money to do? Oh, the 50 Shades of Freem. Shades of Freems. Okay. If if anyone who's still listening, you're obviously a hardcore you know listener of this podcast. Can someone send him money to do evil Mark Murphy? <laughs> I I will match it no no i'll do it i'll do it 
Okay, but even if he'll do it, which I don't believe him because I've asked him countless times, if someone could just tip him, but say the tip comes just like the one who gave money for the the thing, uh, the Fifty Shades of Freems, do the tip jar, but he can only accept the money, un- money under the condition of evil Mark Murphy. I think I'm kind of taking an L today on Twitter. I don't feel like I'm coming out ahead on these. <laughs> All right, you enjoy your Twitter battles. I will talk to you guys soon. All right, man. Thank you, Shay. Bart, it's been fun. You got all your Christmas shopping done in one day? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. You just got to go to Happy Place Hemp and finish it? Oh, yes. I have to get the dog her present, too. So mm, Good. We'll get some gummies for your mom or dad or whoever's alive. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, my sister-in-law might take them. We're at that age now where you can't. Like when you're 18, you can just assume everyone's parents are alive, even maybe I, they weren't. But I don't know if my nephew, maybe my nephew, he's over. How old do you? Never mind. Never mind. Why don't you talk to the guys and you go in about? <laughs> yeah, <that>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. See you, bud. Goodbye, Bart. Take it easy. Take her twice. Maybe Christmas. I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you. Tim- hey. Uh, I might do a Wednesday show for the Bucks. All right, uh, John and Franklin left a voicemail, 402-915-BART, 402-915-BART. Voicemail is brought to you by Carl's Place, carloft.com. That's where you can go online and check out their golf simulators. Hey, Tim. I heard you. Uh... Oh, I'll probably go Wednesday live after Cavs. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I might be at a Christmas party. Is that okay? Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a, maybe I'll give you, know, maybe it'll be a short time on it, but. That's give, you the, give you the rundown of the party. All right. All right. Goodbye. Anything else? Just have a, have a Merry Christmas. Well, we'll talk to you. When Thanks for done. being such a good uh, partner in this and a friend. Oh, thank you, Bart. You're welcome. Goodbye. Bye. Tim Shea. Uh, Carl's Place. You can also check out. I have a video on Twitter. It takes you to a link to do the same thing. Me and Toby went there about a month ago. Uh, hit some golf balls, and it was very bad, me doing bad, but the setup is awesome. And I keep I follow them on uh, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and stuff, how you can take, like, if you've got a little nook in your house, make it a golf simulator. It's really cool. Carl of ET.com, or again, my link on Twitter. Uh, John and Franklin. John is like the Chris Berman of this show, where – He's been so good, and now there's a new format, and he can't call as much because we're doing things at wacky times, but you cannot forget his presence. John and Franklin, ultimate goat. Multiple Bart Collar standings winner. Here's his uh, voicemail after the Packers beat the Rams. Good morning, John and Franklin, with my usual day late and dollar short sports take. Congratulations to the Green Bay Packers. I love this team. I love to see this team win. I don't want to talk about the playoffs yet, but don't think that in the back of my mind, I hope that they can make a run. I've got a lot of questions, though, about this football team. And namely, why was Nixon not inserted into the role he has now, which is an incredibly electrifying one? Why wasn't this done earlier? I was calling for the Elster of Amari Rogers. Weeks and weeks and weeks before 
they got rid of him. I don't know if he had pictures on Gutekunst. I have no idea. But this is the reason why we can't tank for draft picks, because I can't trust our management to make the right picks or if, you know, you're not going to hit them all. You miss, you miss. You miss. We, he, Amari Rogers was directly responsible for one of our losses. And you can't, you cannot even fathom where we could be if this Nixon was returning for more of a part of the schedule than he was. I mean, holy smoke. This guy is a game and field position changer. Amazing and amazingly exciting. I love this team. We've got some tough games. You know, I, I, I bag on, on Minnesota, but obviously no lead is safe. And, you know, shame on the Colts. 29, what were you doing pitching the ball after what you saw happen Sunday evening? Holy smoke, that was scary. But, I, Bart, I know you hate Rodgers, but we got to go with him until our playoff hopes are over. I mean, that's just what we got to do. I don't like the drama either, but let's face it. You saw what a step-up in, in quarterback class or two or three can provide for you and the stability it, it provides. And by the way, what a great drive. What a great drive at the end of the game. Loving it. Let's get another win. I'm out. John and Franklin, it's almost as if he heard the exact show. He didn't. That was sent this morning, but good there. Hot take Jake. Good morning, your boy, Hot Take Jake, a.k.a. The Intervention, giving you the hard truth that you really don't want to hear, but you really need to hear. First things first, uh, I love the whole feud with Matt and Tony. Hashtag Team Matt all day, every day. Um, also, that Bucks game last night, man, was that enjoyable. The ball was moving. Like, everybody was getting involved. There was energy on the court. It's weird, though. I noticed there was, like, something missing from the game, and I, I can't pinpoint what that is. Hmm. Not sure. Anyways, love the Hempy Awards. Love the Aaron Rodgers Ass Kisser Awards. Um, I feel like there could be, like, a catchier name that you could attach to that, maybe, like, the Horvath Award. Um, think about it for next year. Speaking of Aaron Rodgers and kissing ass and him just not being a nice person, like, I totally get your take, Bart. Like, I'm... 100% on board with it's hard enjoying the Packers when he's on the team. It's like, they'll have a great play. Like, say that's a touchdown pass. Christian Watson, and I'm like, yeah, you go. You're the man, rookie. Do your thing. And then they cut to Aaron Rodgers. I'm just like, oh, fuck you. Get the fuck off my screen. It's weird. I don't want to be like that. It's not my fault. That's just how I feel. And this whole thing of, like, well, now you need to, like, memorize the code book from Game Genie, and if you don't understand that reference, you're too young, and kiss my ass. Um, just to get on the field, you got to do, like, the, the secret handshakes and the codes, and then this whole, like, oh, I'm going to make you stand up in front of the team and recite all the hand signals, like it's pledge week in a fraternity, which makes sense because Rogers has the likability of a freaking frat boy, but anyways, just a few quick hitters this morning. Um... Fuck Aaron Rodgers. I love the Green Bay Packers. Trade Middleton. Don't want to, but you need to. Love you guys. Bye. I'd take Jake. Well, we were all listening to that. I was, you know what I was doing. I was on Twitter. People tweeting at me. Who are you anyway? I'm nobody. You don't have to, you don't, I'm just, I'm, I'm tweeting. You're tweeting. God, this fucking website. I wish it would go away. 
All right. Well, that's the show. <laughs> oh, nice little unit laugh at the end to awkwardly get out of something. All right. Uh, Bucks, Cavs. We'll talk about that. McGuire's party. I'm going to actually send them an invoice for how much we're talking about them. This is uh, not, this is a little too much. And uh, Ryan Horvath later in the week. If, 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 if he's not too upset with me for everything I've said about Rogers. Thank you for listening. Tell your friends, like, and subscribe. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why, what do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.